0: Riverside.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Sad band, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made you sad from the previous week. And we want to welcome in Jordan from Popcorn and Beers, one of the other hosts on one of the shows or properties on the network. Welcome, Jordan.
0: Hey, how's it going? Glad to finally get on this one.
1: (laughs) You've been wanting to for a while. And for those who don't know, Jordan is a major sports fan. And he's a major Bay Area sports fan, despite the hat he chose to wear today.
0: Go Ducks. Go Ducks.
1: (laughs) So now I've got three of them. Three Ducks fans floating around (laughs) the Sad Fan Podcast. And just like it almost became a Seattle-based show a couple weeks ago, they are determined to turn this into an Oregon Ducks platform. And I, I will not allow it, Bruins. I will not allow <laughs> it. What we usually do, Jordan, to kick off the hour is talk about what made us sad. And I'm going to start today. The article came across my timeline of Antonio Brown, again, not paying somebody. Which tends to be a trend with this person. Oh, my God.
0: That guy. So, um, and We're talking, sorry, we're talking arena football salaries here. Yes. We're not talking NFL Multi-million dollar contracts here. These are guys that like have night jobs. They have yes. they have they work two jobs, <laughs> and, and you can't pay them. What, I, I, what? Yeah. What's but what's like a what's an arena? What's a typical arena football contract?
1: So just well, I don't know. Probably probably a couple yeah. thousand, maybe like fifteen twenty thousand dollars a year to play. Yeah. Wow. And did you hear what he did when they uh, went to him for their money?
0: Oh, how he locked them out of their.
1: Out of their <laughs> hotel rooms, like a child, like so he doesn't play for art, pay for art in his home. He doesn't play, pay for produce beats. He doesn't pay for his album. He doesn't yeah. pay his agent. He doesn't pay his chef. What, <laughs> like this guy is gonna get sued from so many different angles? He's gonna be broke. Yeah, yep. Uh It just makes me sad that that trash human beings. And I don't know his story, but I know enough at this point to know he's a trash human being. He's a trash person. He just maybe life beat him up, but he allowed this to happen because you don't have to be a product of your circumstance. You can be better than your circumstance. And this dude is just an awful person from, you know, jerking off in a public pool in front of women like that's going to get it done to wearing a washcloth over your penis. When an artist is trying to paint a mural in your house, an (laughs) artist that you didn't intend on paying to what was it? Throwing rocks at a guy, a mover that asked him to pay his bills this guy is just a terrible person. And this is just a notch on uh, another rung on the ladder of Antonio Brown is one of the worst people on earth.
0: You hate to even joke about the type thing. Cause it's a very serious thing, but mm-hmm. this, this guy needs help. This I think the CTE is a comment I've said yeah, from a hit. Oh, there's a famous hit that was put on him in Vontaze f- from, from interviews. He hasn't been the same. He kind of, mm-hmm. they kind of changed him. In, in a way. And I think some, some damage has something to do with that. It has to, okay. it's hard
1: to tell. We don't yeah. know a lot about CTE. So for yeah. the audience that's chronic traumatic encephalopathy and mm-hmm. it's a disease of the brain or the deterioration of one's brain that can cause a plethora of side effects, such as depression, uh, loss of control or acting out. Right.
0: Impulse control. Um, uh, loss of it's kind of like a loss of like a, a emotional, Stability. Stability. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it's it's just it's it's just nuts. So this is just another another thing, another mark against Antonio Brown. Not paying these guys. I mean, it's tax write offs too. Every time you pay somebody or an employee, that's a write off. It's the cost of doing business. Mm-hmm. So he's just not savvy, or he doesn't have the right people working for him, and and eventually, investors or companies seeking investments are just going to stop going to him. Because he's just a terrible person. Now, outside of that making me sad, what made you sad this week? Uh,
0: it's it's been a, a back and forth feeling with the Golden State Warriors. Um, okay. Game one was atrocious. Yes, um, the <laughs> and I, I after that game, I'm hesitant to be like, even though it is, it's very glaring the the free throw differential discourse that's going on with. Um, with that, they shot double the amount of free throws as the Warriors, and people are saying, "Oh, well, you know, maybe if the Warriors drove to the paint more, they're 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 a three point, they're just jacking up threes all over the place." But
1: uh, they're so small. The Warriors are so small.
0: Yeah, but it's it. There's a lot like Steph. Steph Curry gets the worst superstar whistle, and all of a lot. He gets a lot.
1: He reminds me of when uh, in the league. I will admit this: the league was a lot rougher during Jordan's time. But yeah. some of the videos, when you go back and watch Jordan, the way he was getting beat up—if you watch Steph, he gets beat up pretty good when he goes inside he's... or in the outside. He has constant guys stepping in his landing zone, off
0: off the ball too. He's just constantly getting grabbed and tugged, and like because he just he just runs in circles till he gets open, basically. Yeah. And he just every every time he rubs somebody coming around the end he just is constantly getting his his clothes jerseys tugged but so like I was saying I was hesitant to to fully go into that narrative oh it's the free throws it's the free throws uh game two we got the victory 30 point blowout I' you know elated obviously uh the the war the Lakers didn't get those free throw calls the 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 whistles the foul calls and they they whined about it. For two, three days in between. Oh, this is crazy. We're not getting these calls uh, like we were in game one. We're constantly getting fouled. Look at this. Look at this play. And then all of a sudden, game three comes around. Warriors go up 11 points. And the dance party going to the free throw line
1: begins. The conga line.
0: The conga line. (laughs) The conga line to the free throw line begins. (laughs) The game came to a screeching halt. Yeah. And look, it wasn't all the whistles that got them to the Warriors getting blown out. There was some bad turnovers. Jordan Poole happened. The Jordan Poole effect. I don't know what's going on with this guy. He is terrible. I, I don't want to look. Ever since when,
1: Draymond knocked him out.
0: He's, but he's had flashes of like, okay, he's okay. He's gonna be alright. He's still our guy. This these playoffs, he has been he's been unwatchable, and I feel like he's been unplayable. He should not be on... there. Moses Moody, there are guys that have stepped Moses up. Moses
1: Moody is is not, is not that guy. Maybe Kumiga, maybe Jonathan Kumiga, but he's... Because he's, he's a little bit... I think he's a little bit more stout than... Well, uh, I don't know. They're about the same size, Moses Moody yeah. and Jonathan Kumiga.
0: If we're but, talking about... But just, it's the decision-making. You mm-hmm. can't make bad decisions in playoff games. Like, Moses Moody is... And and if okay, so if you want to say bad decisions, someone will probably point out the flagrant call. How is what Moses Moody did? He's got to, He doesn't want to get Joel Embiid on. uh What's his name? Williams from the Celtics. How he stomped on his head.
1: Oh yeah, but that wasn't that. Well, I don't think that was on purpose. I mean, maybe, he, but he was falling backwards.
0: Moody doesn't even look up at. He kind of is lifting his arm. The guy's already standing on top of him. He lifts yeah. his arm and trips Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis's foot is already underneath Moody when he goes yeah. to take a step. It's it's so they and, and they it's call that his
1: fault that Anthony Davis is made of glass.
0: Yeah, they they call that a flagrant <laughs> one. But what happened with Draymond and Schroeder, where he grabs his knee? Not to mention that's the second time in the same game he did it earlier in the game, grabbed a guy's knee as he's coming around the end and gave it a tug. That's a common Sem- foul
1: similar issue happened with Demonte Sabonis, and a lot of people weren't paying attention but yeah. Demonte Sabonis was grabbing guys and grabbing people's knees and that's why he got kicked in the chest and I was trying to tell our co-host who is missing this week we miss you Wesley Watkins uh that that was that was accumulation of effects i'm not i'm not signing off on what Draymond right. did but i am saying there was a lot of uh uh near duels down there that we're doing some uh, minor tugging, minor pulling, some agitating.
0: And look, that's Draymond's fault. He's mm-hmm. a, he's a, he's a career. He's a habitual line stepper. Yeah. You know, he's got that. It's uh, it's a reputation. He gets reputation calls against yes. him, you know, and uh, going Body off. Alert. Yeah. Yeah. Going in the technical fouls after the incident, like didn't help our case. Like we're trying to get back. We're struggling to get back in this game. and, you know, you're riling up other guys on the bench. Jeff Green, the green and green effect, both <laughs> getting technicals there. It's ridiculous. It was just a full, complete, total meltdown. Um, nobody really looked good, honestly. Steph had bad turnovers. Uh, the Warriors looked like the worst road team in the NBA. They showed why. Yeah, just a total collapse. Looking forward to, to more to the rest of the series.
1: And I don't, I don't, we can't go back in the past and dig it up, but I always, I told you this from day one, from the draft, Mm -hmm. I told you we should have taken LaMelo Ball, and I know he was hurt this year, but Wiseman, we could really use a good big man in this series, and what a wasted pick Wiseman was. I would so much rather have LaMelo Ball, who has been one of the better players in that draft class, if not the best player in that draft class, to at least give Steph Curry a break, or Clay Thompson a break or replace Jordan Poole's terrible play. And yeah. we didn't get anything back for Wiseman. And in this series, there's no one on the Warriors that's going to be able to stop Anthony Davis if he stays healthy, mm-hmm. which is a big if, because Anthony Davis, like I said earlier, is porcelain. He's a porcelain yeah. doll.
0: Like I said, they have to be rough with him. And if mm-hmm. the whistles are that um, that loose, if they're just going off left and right like that, yeah, you there's no way. you got six to
1: give, baby. you got six yeah. to give. Put the guys on the court that you're willing to get fouled out and have them just bully Anthony Davis.
0: Exactly. Just beat him up. Yeah. yeah. Throw in Kaminga. Kaminga's not getting any minutes. Have him go in there and just hack Anthony Davis. I
1: I hate to say this about professional athletes, but I'm just going to – I'm going to say it. Anthony Davis is a career quitter. He's a career quitter. I can see that. It's – I'm sorry, Anthony Davis. I think he's one of the – when he's good, when he's healthy, when he's right, he's one of the best basketball players on the planet. But he – it just takes the slightest nick. And Anthony Davis is, ooh, hang now. I got to miss four weeks. I gotta, well, he's just hes just not one heard, of those guys.
0: You've heard the rap on him. Uh, AD stands for alternating days. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at his stats from the playoffs, it's like 30-point game, 12-point game, 30-point game, 10-point game. thirty. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's real. It's a real trend. You see it. It's not made yeah. up. And but I'm just sure the, the Warriors
1: po- hope that continues in the next game.
0: I, I hate to be the, WAN, the foul calls, the ref guy, I, I don't, that's never really, it's just, it hasn't been my, my MO in when uh-huh. talking about sports, but you can't, you can't hide the fact that the Lakers have shot 83 free throws to the Warriors 39 in three games.
1: That is, that is telling, especially when you do, whenever I can watch the games, cause out here, it's harder to watch the games. Whenever I can watch the games. There are the landing zone foul is supposed to be a tech. It's supposed to be a it's yeah. it's supposed to be a four point play because Steph's going to make the shot, and it's supposed to be a tech if they keep doing it. Like yeah. it's it's because you're bringing you're you're causing harm to a player if they land on your foot that could be a broken ankle, mm. and they seem to be in Steph's landing zone every shot, yeah. <laughs> every single shot.
0: And there was some kind of a uh, play that happened. Uh, I can't stand. They need to do something about the take foul. They need to refine that. The the you know what I'm talking about where mm-hmm. they get a they get a free throw one free throw and uh and and possession. They need to refine that rule. I was even even for the Warriors, I hate the whole I hate them whining for it. That's what I hate seeing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we can't fix we can't fix basketball today. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say we need to fix James Harden. Because <laughs> that is crazy. He went off in game 1 against the Celtics, carried the Sixers on his back and then said, "All right, that's it for the series." Yeah. I'm not going to play anymore.
0: James Harden, when he was on the Rockets when they were having that big rivalry with the Warriors, we I think we met in the big Western rivalry. Conference. I mean, we met in the Western Conference Finals like 2 years in a row. You
1: could have James... found me, you could have found me in a Buffalo Wild Wings in Seattle with Rockets fans all around me yelling, is this what you want to see in the finals? This is the kind of basketball you want to see? In reference to the Rockets and how they used to play with jumping into players and tripping and flopping all over. I hated that Rockets team. I I mostly couldn't stand James Harden because he was leading it. And it was just literally just sweat all over the floor. Because that's all every Rocket was doing was throwing themselves into a body and falling down.
0: Well, the way James Harden drives he he runs face first yes his 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 face is like two feet it's like he's running in like two feet out in front of him and just and just throw the head back that's that's mm-hmm. one of the worst things that's happening in basketball it's just the head throwback draws a foul almost every time
1: mm-hmm. he's it's he's horrible notorious to watch. for it notorious for and he is a giant bowling ball he is and he's a he's another one that's a great basketball player I just cannot stand his game and what he's doing to poor Joel Embiid right now is just ridiculous
0: yeah great story though James Harden Uh, you can't you can't hate the guy if you know his story you know what I mean the beard how different does he look
1: without that beard by the way
0: how he looks so weird you know before the Kevin Durant Warriors coming, going, leaving saga, all that going on. Um When he was on the Thunder, Kevin Durant was my favorite basketball mm. player. Like like outside of the Warriors, was just my absolute favorite. So I watched the series when they played. I think they played the Heat in the finals yeah. with Harden, Westbrook, and Durant.
1: Yeah,
0: and I think that's the last time before he had the beard. And he he does look really weird. It's like what's it was weird. <laughs> yeah. Something has developed under that beard that we may never see
1: (laughs) ever again. I think he cut it one time since he's had it. And we're all like, what the, what happened? And I don't don't think he's ever making that mistake again. I I think it's it. It's the beard for the long haul. Uh, But who's not there for the long haul. And this is a Bay area thing is the Oakland days. It appears, it appears they're going to be moving to Las Vegas, 2027. Many are saying this is a strong arm move that they're trying to get the city to pay for the stadium. But
0: Oakland's not going to do it. Sad. That that's that's unfortunate. I'm a uh, i am aai find humor in it being a San Francisco fan, Giants. <laughs> you know, always had a strong. I don't I, I don't hate the A's, but they are. I hate the way that their team. What I I honestly feel for the fans. I hate mm-hmm. what that team, that franchise, the ownership, um, the management does to their fans. They're a farm system for the rest of the league. They develop a guy. They are. They, de- they develop a guy. And as soon as he has an all-star season, he's gone. They next ship year. him
1: out.
0: Yeah. So, you know, maybe they're better off somewhere else.
1: That is my baseball team. And it will never not be my baseball team. I will say this. They have much cooler gear than the Giants have. Significantly yeah. cooler gear than the Giants have. The colors are better than the Giants' colors. Yeah. uh that green that yellow oh you're rocking it now how weird that's is...
0: funny i was gonna say i was gonna say i'm not fond of the green and yellow but it's literally on my head it's literally the the oregon ducks colors for the most part it's their primary color yeah but
1: <laughs> the elephant the elephant on the hats is dope like if you've ever yeah. paid attention to any of those hats like those hats are dope they they the Oakland Athletics might have one of the top five hats in all of baseball as far as gear is concerned, and you're right, yeah. it is the most loyal fan base, one of the most loyal fan bases in the whole world, just like the Las Vegas Raiders had the one of the most loyal fan bases in the whole world. I know that's one of your most hated teams, but for me, it's my heart and soul so i I do hate to see what the owners have done to these two teams and how they've treated Oakland kind of like uh a stepchild to the rest of California when Oakland's been nothing but generous, loving and inviting to these teams. Mm -hmm. So we'll see where this goes moving forward, but I only broached that subject to bring up Glenn Kuiper and what Mm -hmm. he said in reference to the African-American baseball hall of fame this week. Now for context, Bob Kendrick has come out and he runs the African-American baseball hall of fame or pardon me, African-American baseball hall. Uh, museum and said that he does not believe this was malicious he thinks this was an accident it was in fact himself that invited Glenn Kuiper to the museum and he was nothing but gracious and so happy to be there but do you think this is just uh, washing trying to wash it away I don't know it,
0: it rolled off the tongue a little too uh, casually like it's mm-hmm. not the first time he said this you know mm-hmm. but what is confusing is the guy his co-host his his co-anchor there in the broadcast booth or wherever this occurred um just <laughs> yeah yeah just having no no reaction to it at all total
1: just, <laughs> and yeah, it was a yeah, deep yeah. nod it was yeah, a deep yeah. nod
0: <laughs> just absolutely no reaction and i saw a funny thing it was like did someone just Ron burgundy his teleprompter <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe he might have just read it but here's the thing i can't remember his name but the cincinnati reds broadcaster made a homophobic slur just yes. like what was it last year or the year before last mm-hmm. and it's always these old white guys yeah that just keep saying this stuff and it's i'm sorry you're telling on yourself to be by now like yeah. is there a club do all you old white guy broadcasters meet and say oh Here's what I'm gonna say this year. I'm gonna try to slip this one in.
0: Yeah, those uh, the Freudian slip. Tell us how you really feel, buddy. Um,
1: what was it yeah. a couple years ago? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Was it Ibis Don Ibis? the called Don. the Rutgers the female basketball team out of Rutgers. He used the slur against them in reference to their hair.
0: Yes. No, that's not. He didn't use that word. I don't know no, if I want to say what he said. I'm not gonna say what he said. It was in yeah. reference
1: to their hair. Is what I'll yes. say. It was yes. a racial slur in reference to African-American hair.
0: And they're, uh, yeah. Yeah. Called him the H word too at the end of that one. But yeah.
1: So what, what are these, these people are re- terrible humans. They're just ridiculous.
0: I mean, so, uh, on a completely sidebar, Don Imus is just a terrible human being in general. Outside 100%. of his. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's a up there with Dave Portnoy. Yeah. He's a piece of garbage. Yeah, he was Dave Portnoy before Dave Portnoy was Dave Portnoy. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: he, Dave Portnoy learned at the knee. Yes.
0: <laughs> and I hope, you know what, and it's the, the guy, what's his name, uh, something, Kuyper, Mel Kuyper? Glenn no, Kuyper. No, Glenn no. Kuyper. Mel Kuyper K- would yeah, 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 never. No. Yes. Not N- not NFL Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Count he Chocula. <laughs> um,
1: that he... man eats a slice of pumpkin pie for breakfast every single day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, he's the brother of Giants catcher. He's a former catcher, I believe. D- uh, Dwayne Kuiper, announcer. One of my favorite him and uh, Kruko, Mike Kruko, Giants commentators. So he is the brother of him. And uh, I hope that stink doesn't rub off on him. Now it's like poor guy's got to either. It's like, what do you do? Do you defend your brother? Do you distance yourself?
1: I think you go... Like, this is it's it's going to go something like this. You know, I know Glenn well, and I know this isn't the type of person he is. And I, I just, I got to tell you, he feels terrible. He knows he made a mistake. He knows he mm-hmm. messed up. And I promise you, he, he plans on doing everything he can to atone for it. What do you think? Pretty accurate about what it's going to be? That's
0: the way it's going to go, yeah. <laughs> the way it'll be received is, you know... We all know how it's going to be received. <laughs> it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well for anybody involved.
1: And it shouldn't. It yeah, shouldn't. No, we no. should be done with this as a society. Yeah. We should be done with uh, Russia. We should be done with the guy in Russia. We should be done with all of these people that are terrible human beings. We should be done with them. We should learn a lesson and be like, oh, you know what? There are some things in life where you shouldn't get a second chance. Like rich white guy makes millions of dollars, says that word, probably don't get a second chance. You're, you right. you can retire anyway. He's going to be fine. I promise. He's not hurting. I am jealous. I am envious of you getting to watch UFC still because in England, I'm just not staying up till 2 in the morning. I'm just not going to do it to watch these fights. Now, I do watch the recaps. I follow it on Twitter. I get my daily dose of what the hell happened after yeah. the fights, but you watch them live. So talk to me. What did you see? Drew Dover finally got knocked out. That was wild. It,
0: yeah. Yeah. There were some good knockouts in there, but this mm-hmm. was a card that I feel like was universally, like, I, I'm not paying for that. I can't get myself to pay for this fight card. The co-main event, Gilbert Burns, Bilal Muhammad, a lot of people felt like this was going to be uh, a really boring fight.
1: Bilal uh, Muhammad is boring.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a ter- he's a his fights are terrible to watch. Just the, And that's the same way I feel about Algermaine Sterling.
1: In his defense, it's not his job to be entertaining. It's his job to win. Understood. But he is just so boring, <laughs> and he's corny, <laughs> and he's so corny. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I love Gilbert Burns. I'm a big Gilbert Burns fan. He got hurt. He he got hurt um, early in the fight, or maybe before he went into the fight. He was a little hurt. Uh, first round, he goes to, he goes for a takedown. Get drives the shoulder hard into the canvas, uh, and doesn't look the same. After that, he spends the rest of the fight. I think he threw one left-handed punch the mm-hmm. whole rest of the fight because his left arm was compromised, uh, just throwing hard rights. It still was a decent fight for a man with one arm. Uh, that's He's the, a savage.
1: He's a trooper. He's a soldier. Like that, that guy will fight through anything. If he's not knocked out, he will keep fighting.
0: The unspectacularness of Bilal Muhammad allowed this fight to go another four and a half rounds with a man with one arm. Like, anyone else with some, some, you know, some some pizzazz, some actual, like, some ammunition yeah. probably could have did, even just did a lot more damage. Had him in more compromising positions, but Bilal Muhammad just, just soccer kicked him the whole fight. Can we
1: just, can we just let Leon Edwards beat, beat Bilal Muhammad? I almost said something else. Beat yeah. Bilal Muhammad and be done with this already. Or right. Benelli Daryush. Yeah. Benelli Daryush. Give him... Give him the shot at Ball, yeah. But just, I don't want to watch Ballal anymore. And Benel, Benel Darius is no better. He's boring too, to be clear. Yeah. He's another one that's going to, and, and wrestling is a part of mixed martial arts. Every mixed martial artist should learn wrestling. That's why the Sean omalley Aldermain Sterling fight's not going to be good, just so everyone no. knows. Yeah. So it's it's their job to learn the sport. But gosh, just let Leon Edwards beat him already. Give him the title fight. I don't even care
0: on to the main event uh yeah. want to talk about what that what did you uh, think of that
1: the king of cringes back
0: yeah yeah he it was he looked great okay. for for 3 years off for 3 years off he looked great uh but like they kept saying throughout um the fight the the length of Jermaine sterling uh Cejudo just couldn't get inside he was just throwing mm-hmm. throwing some good shots and just whiffing really bad i Too was short. yeah i was shocked uh, Cejudo actually got a leg kick up to a full, you know, sta- fully postured uh, Aldermain Sterling. And I was like, that's incredible how a man that small could get his leg up that high and and make contact. Right. But I just, I don't like Aldermain Sterling's fighting style. And he kind of mentioned that at the end of the fight in his uh, post-fight interview. He's like, yeah, hey, you know, because he was getting... The crowd. This was his hometown fight. It was in New Jersey, where he's from, and yeah. they were cheering. They were cheering Henry Cejudo multiple times throughout the fight. Um, he Henry won. Cejudo brings deci- it
1: though. He brings it. He comes to fight.
0: Yeah, they they mentioned the the decision. It was a split decision, and he was getting booed. Like he had to yell, and he had to. He didn't acknowledge it too. I hate that. Um, he didn't acknowledge the fact that he was getting booed in his hometown by like the whole stadium. Yeah. Um, and he kind of says, you know, I don't care, you know, if my fighting style is I'm going to drag you around the cage for five rounds. And if you don't like it, do something about it. And it's like, he's yeah. got a point, you know That's what I mean? That's
1: what GSP would do. GSP, yeah. one of the greatest fighters of our whole lifetime, would do the same thing.
0: Yeah. If you're going to fight him and you're going to cry about the fact that he just took you down and dragged you around the whole time, it's like work on your wrestling then. Mm-hmm. Be a better wrestler, and 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 game plan against that.
1: Yeah, what are you doing in your fight camp? And granted, yeah. granted, these people are world class wrestlers. It's it's yeah. hard it's it's hard to find somebody to spar with that's even close to their level. However, you know what you're gonna get. You know what you're yeah. gonna get. It's like when Ben Askren got knocked out by Jorge Masvidal. All right, he just he planned all week long for that one shot or all week, <laughs> all yeah. all fight camp long for that. He knew he was going to shoot. He knew it. And he planned mm-hmm. for that knee the whole camp. Like, it's going to be there because he's a wrestler and he's going to try to wrestle. And I don't yeah. know why more people don't do that.
0: Yeah, we, wow. um, we had the Sean O'Malley big call out mm-hmm. face off yes. in the ring after the fight. I love when the UFC does that. Um, the funny takeaway from that is – Yes, Marab, taking his (laughs) jacket, his red Michael Jackson thriller jacket, and putting it on. (laughs) And he looked so pleased with himself, standing there in the background (laughs) with his jacket on. It's great.
1: And then did you see the after effects of that?
0: Yeah, I didn't see, because they kind of panned to it late.
1: Yeah, he jumped on top of the cage, and Sean O'Malley was trying to fight him over the jacket. And (laughs) Dabisho was like, to the crowd. (laughs) <laughs> so yes absolutely oh. fantastic go ahead that's
0: that's great um that whole thing with marab uh he but he's just i don't like his stance where he re- will refuse he's going to hold up the division and refuse to fight Algermain sterling because they're buddies not a probably good why all or...
1: such a great wrestler because i think davishel could probably wrestle with Algermain.
0: yeah yeah
1: well you paid for that but it looks like the people that just watched the prelims and the early prelims yeah. got the better show.
0: <laughs> I paid for it. Sure. We'll go with that.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Dana. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dana. It's not like you're paying the fighters with the money anyway. No. Uh, so really quick, as we wrap up the show, any notes on Deion Sanders losing 71 players to the transfer portal after the spring game? Go Ducks. My notes, notes.
0: My notes are, hey, <laughs> that's good for us. Anything that affects another Pac twelve team
1: is good. I'm here okay. for it.
0: I'm here for it. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm shocked. I think it's an NIL issue. I think we're gonna to start to see more and more of this. I don't think it's a Colorado issue. I think it's a NIL issue. I think the money's not what people think it's going to be or what it's supposed to be at a lot of these institutions. And I think mm-hmm. we're gonna see a lot more of this. And I want to see a lot more of Peter Burrow United. Let's go Posh in the playoffs pulling it off in the last game of the season, winning 2-0 this day that we are recording. So let's go Posh, let's go Peterborough, and let's go Sad fans. We want to see more mm-hmm. of you. So please subscribe, rate, and review, and then subscribe, rate, and review all over again. You can find us everywhere. Jordan, thank you so much for coming on hey. to the pod this week.
0: My pleasure. It's great.
1: All right, sad fans, you can reach us at the Sad fan 12 or the Sad fancast on Twitter. Follow us at the sad Fan Podcast on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week.